Before we get into this episode, I want to invite you to join a community of faith-based storytellers. Yes, Faith Audio Network. Now, Faith Audio Network is our online community designed to sharpen and encourage faith-based storytellers to use their voice uh, and overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So if you know that God is calling you to speak up, if you know that in this season, God is telling you to use your voice, whether that be on stages or launching a podcast or being a guest on podcast or even doing an audio book or some type of audio experience, then I want to invite you to join this community. Faith Audio Network is now open for all faith-based storytellers to join. So if you know that you have a story to tell and you are ready to sharpen your faith with other Christians who are also speaking about the Lord boldly and confidently, this is your opportunity. To learn more, please visit faithaudionetwork.com. That's faithaudionetwork.com. Hello, my love, and welcome to another episode of the Faith-Based Storyteller Show, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you so much for joining me for another day, another week, and another opportunity for us to walk in the Lord's will for our lives. Now, I'm excited to be with you this week because this episode was not planned. (laughs) This episode actually just came. I actually went to record another episode and the Holy Spirit began to speak and the words that were coming out of my mouth were not the words that were written on the paper when planning the episode. And so I'm very excited to share this with you because I did not know that I would be sharing this with you today. And so... Uh, about two weekends ago, I went to a friend of mine's book launch. And uh, you guys know this friend, Latoya Matthews. She has been a guest on the podcast. She spoke to us about her book, Unveiled Freedom, which is now out. So please go support her. But I went to Latoya's book launch and it was a book launch worship night. And what I love about the Lord is how intentional he is. Because I Um, Latoya and I are in a community together, and so we are constantly praying for each other and supporting each other. And when it came to this worship light night leading up to the worship night, she asked me to be an an intercessor for the worship night. And she just sent out a basic text message to all of the intercessors and said, hey, um, uh, thank you so much for being interested. If you don't mind, here are some prayer points that I would love for you to pray. And if you can, please fast. But, you know, it's up to you. Now, when it comes to anyone else's assignment, when it comes to anyone else's mission, their ministry, um, being an intercessor and e- interceding on their behalf, I know that God has called me to pray. I know that he's called me to intercede. But being an intercessor for someone else's mission, I wanted to make sure that I was not only in alignment with the prayer points that they wanted to pray, but I wanted to make sure that if this was a corporate fast or if this was a corporate prayer call, um, that I was making sure that I was doing what the person who is hosting this event um, was led by the Lord to do. And so funny enough, I reached out to LaToya about a week before her worship night. And I was like, hey, you know, I got the message about being an intercessor. I'm excited about this opportunity. When do you want us to pray? Is there a specific time of the day that you would like us to pray? If we are fasting, is there a specific time for fasting that you would like us to do? And she just said, whatever the Lord leads you to do as far as prayer and fasting is what I'm open to. However, (laughs) it's where she threw me off. She was like, however, since you bring this up, I would love for you and I to just pray at a certain time every day and hop on a call. And so the flesh in me (laughs) was like, oh, 
okay um sure <laughs> okay sure I was just asking to receive directions but I was not expecting it to be an opportunity for us to come together in fellowship and ministry and so we agreed that for seven days leading up to the worship night that every day that we would fast and we would pray at a certain time each day and we would call each other and have prayer now whether that prayer lasted for five minutes or 30 minutes or an hour it was whatever the holy spirit led in that moment and she had her prayer points and the lord told me you will pray two points a day and so for seven days latoya and i met and we prayed over two of her prayer points each and every day leading up to the event and it was amazing because when i actually went to the event or a couple of days before the event, I did not know I was actually going to go to the event. So here I am. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to be there. I want to support you. Um, I'm interceding on your behalf. I'm here with you. Let's go. And then a couple of days, like three days before the event, I'm like, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be in the room. <laughs> I really don't know if the Lord has me in the room. And so it wasn't until maybe like the day before, maybe two days, actually two days before the event. Now I had already bought my flight, but I did not reserve a hotel room. I did not have the finances to reserve a hotel room. Um, I was trying to piecemeal together how I would actually put together this trip because financially the Lord had been testing me and leading me to really trust on him. So our intercessory um, prayer for the last week had been such a a faith builder for me because it allowed me to lean on the Lord in my time of need. And about two days before the event, the Lord said, you will be in the room because I have instructions for you in the tent of meetings. Now, if you did not know, um, the tent of meetings is actually derived from the Bible and it's the place where Moses would go to, to hear and speak to the Lord. And what I love about LaToya's worship night is that the Lord gave her a vision that inside of this worship night, inside of this space, there would be two tents where people could go and speak to the Lord and hear from the Lord. And the Lord specifically told me, you will be in the room because I have instructions for you in the tent of meetings. And this is something that I received as a result of prayer and intercession with LaToya. So two days before the event took place, I uh, received a blessing from a family member that was able to cover the hotel and the items for the trip. Praise the Lord. So I was to be in the room. And before I got in the room, the Lord said, study the tent of meetings. And so I went online and I went to my Bible app in the Bible.com and I started reading about the tent of meetings. And this is what I want to share with you today. Now, when we look at Exodus 33, and I'm actually reading from the NIV translation, Exodus 33, it says, and actually, I'm just going to read the whole chapter for you, Exodus 33 through 11, and then we'll dive into the rest of the chapter. But verse one, it says, then the Lord said to Moses, leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt and go to the land. I promised an oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go with you because you are a stiff necked people and I might destroy you on the way. 
When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you are a stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now, this is verse 1 through 6. What I love about this is that the Lord is telling Moses instructions. He said, leave this place, take those people who you brought out of Egypt, and go to the land I am giving you. The Lord is delivering him into the promised land. This is after 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. He is saying, go to this land that I'm about to give you and know that I am the Lord, your God. But if I go with you, because y'all are so arrogant, because y'all are so my way is the only way, um, I'm not going to be with you because I might destroy you on the way. (laughs) And the people had to humble themselves before the Lord and they had to remove their ornaments or their false gods in order to be prepared to go into this land that the Lord was delivering them into. Now, in verse seven, it talks about the tent of meetings and it says, now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meetings. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrances of their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshipped each, where am I, each at the entrance to their tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Now this is the tent of meetings. Latoya created a space within her worship night called the tent of meetings where it was two tents where you could go in and hear from the Lord. And the Lord told me you will be in the room because I have instructions for you in the tent of meetings. But when we look at the tent of meetings in Exodus 33, starting at voice at verse seven, it says again, Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp. And what I love is that Moses created a space outside of where everyone else would congregate in order to hear from and speak to the Lord. And I believe that our tent of meetings is the space that we are able to create to hear from and speak to the Lord. And then he said, anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp, which means that this space was not just created for himself, but it was created for anyone that wanted to speak to the Lord. But what I love was that when he said, whenever Moses went out to the tent, the people rose and stood at the entrance to their tents, watching until he entered. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. This was so powerful to me because not only are people witnessing Moses preparing to receive, but there is a pillar of cloud, meaning that visibility is low. And when visibility is low in our lives and we do not know what is going to happen next, we cannot see the next step. We don't know what's coming in front of us. We don't know what is behind us. All we know is that visibility is low and there is something unknown on the horizon. We can still look up 
to receive a word from the Lord. We can still go into our secret place, our tents of meetings, and the Lord will speak to us like he spoke to Moses. And then in verse 10, when it says, whenever the people saw the pillar of clouds standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshiped each at the entrance to their tent. So the fact that Moses was interceding on their behalf and going to the Lord to receive a word from the Lord, these people didn't just say, all right, cool, we'll see you when you get back. No, they stood. I know that there's a song that says, after you've done all you can, just stand. <laughs> they stood and they worshiped the Lord at the entrance to their tent. So Moses is receiving a word from the Lord. He is hearing the voice of the Lord. Moses is speaking to the Lord like he is a friend, which is what they say in verse 11. The Lord will speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. And the people would wait to receive a word from the Lord, an instruction from the Lord, because of Moses' obedience to receive from the Lord. But while they were waiting, they worshiped. And I feel like a lot of us in this season, there is a lot of transition. And I know specifically for me, there is low visibility. And not only is this transition created low visibility, but it has created change. And there is an uneasiness in my spirit because I don't know what's next. There is a pillar of cloud surrounding me to where all I can do is seek the face of the Lord and ask him to to impart wisdom, to impart instructions that I can receive and then take to give to not just the people in my community, but to give to myself and being obedient in the word that God has given me. And all I can do right now is stand and worship. All I can do is stand and worship because I'm at the entrance to my tent. I have created this space for the Lord. And as I walk into this space, people are watching me walk into the space and they are waiting for instructions. But I also need to make sure that while I receive these instructions, I am not distracted or my visibility is not clouded by everything outside that I actually take this tent into a camp outside of the camp take the tent outside of the camp because that's what Moses did he pitched the tent outside of the camp some distance away because that is where he needed to be he needed to distance himself himself from everyone else and everyone else's voices and everyone else's beliefs and doubts and worries so that he could receive what the Lord was giving him and this is what the Lord gave me (laughs) Sorry, guys, I'm so passionate about this. This is such a blessing. Thank you, Lord. This is what the Lord gave me. So when I told you guys that I went to the tent of meetings and the Lord told me to be in the room for Latoya's event because I have instructions for you at the tent of meetings, he gave me clear instructions. And so these instructions were taken on uh, January 12th. 2024. I'm reading actually from my notebook now. And another thing before I even get into this, what I'm learning is that in this season of my life, the Lord is speaking to me so clearly that it is almost scary. (laughs) He is speaking to me so clearly that I am, I am receiving instructions and I'm hearing the voice of the Lord in a way where it is literally, I will write down Q&A portions of our conversation. And I believe I mentioned this in a previous episode when the Lord gave me um, instructions, but it's literally in this season of my life, I can write down Michaela and I will ask my question and then I can write down Jesus and then I will hear of the word from the Lord and what he speaks. And it's amazing because my it's like the Holy Spirit takes over my hands and it just starts writing and it just starts writing and whatever it writes, it writes. And then I go back and I read it and I'm like, oh, well, praise the Lord. Thank you for these instructions. So these are the instructions that I received in the tent of meetings. And I said, 
I'm here, Lord, speak to me. Lord Jesus, speak to me. And this is what the Lord told me. He said, speak. That is what I'm leading you to do. Speak. Speak about my word. Speak about my promises. Speak about my ministry. Speak about my love for my children. Speak about my power. Speak about my forgiveness. Speak about my authority. Speak about my dominion. Speak about my father. Speak about my kingdom. Speak about my love. Speak about my timing. Speak about my life. Speak about my kingdom. Speak about the place I've prepared, speak to every nation, speak to every heart, speak to every color, race, religion, and creed, speak to them in love, speak to them with grace, speak to them about me everywhere you go, every move you make, every step you take, and every place you walk through, speak, speak to them, speak to me, and allow me to speak through you. I am the Lord thy God. I have a way of listening, and too many people have not been speaking to me. They have not been able to hear my voice, and I am always hearing their cries for help. I am here to help them. I am always with them. Tell them to speak and use your voice to speak. Lead them back to me and use every opportunity I give you to watch and listen for those I will show you to speak for Michaela. This is my word for you. These are my instructions, and I hope that you trust and obey. Hey there, Storyteller. I just want to interrupt this episode really quick to let you know that Faith Audio Network is now open. Faith Audio Network is our community for storytellers like you, storytellers who listen to podcasts like this, storytellers who know they have a voice and they know that God has given them a powerful gift to be able to go out and speak for him, to give him glory. So if you know that you are interested in joining a community that is going to hold you accountable, that is going to pray with you, that is going to intercede on your behalf, and that's going to sharpen your faith, this is the community for you. To learn more and to register, please visit faithaudionetwork.com. That's faithaudionetwork.com. And so that is the word that I received from the Lord in the tent of meetings. Speak. And my instruction is to speak about our father. My instruction is to speak about his kingdom. You have heard the instructions that the Lord gave me. And so it actually goes in alignment with the word that I shared previously when the Lord said, you will be heard, not seen. And it's so funny because um, after this weekend, after the weekend of the book launch, I went home and I was I had a layover and this will be in another episode. And I had a layover in an airport and uh, the Lord gave me a word for a podcast episode, which, again, this will be in the next episode. And when I received that word, it was so funny because I thought that when he said you will be heard, not seen, he just meant don't focus on being seen, focus more on the word that I'm giving you. So I went and I set up my camera and I set up all of the lighting and the equipment and the laptop and the recordings and everything was so, it was so dope, y'all. Like it was about to be such a great visual presentation of this episode. And when I tell you that the episode went so smoothly and when I went back to play it back, all the video, the lighting, perfect, except the audio was crap. And the Lord was like, I told you, you will be heard, not seen. And that actually kind of was an ego check for me because I was like, oh, you literally meant that I will be heard, not seen. 
And so even for this episode here, I find it so interesting that (laughs) this is not exactly what I was going to share with you. I was going to share an entirely different episode. And as I started speaking, the Holy Spirit started moving. And I was not going to share with you what I received in the tents of meetings, because I thought that that was something that was between just me and the Lord. But the Lord led me to share this on this podcast. And the Lord led me to speak about this because clearly these instructions are relevant to you as well. So if you are hearing the sound of my voice, the Lord is instructing us to speak. He is instructing us to use our voices to not only give him glory and to speak to him and to build our relationship with him, but to talk about him, to go out into the world and make disciples of the nations, to really step into the role of the Great Commission and go out and speak about what the Lord is doing in our lives. We overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the word of our testimony. That word of our testimony are going to be the stories that we speak. They're going to be the testimonies and the experiences that we speak about what is God is doing in our lives. And so this is a season where our voices are going to be viral. This is a season where our voices are going to be amplified because it is so important for us to literally open up our mouth, this gift that God has given us, and allow our voice to carry weight in the kingdom to shatter Uh, to shatter depression, to shatter doubt, to shatter anything that is holding people back to break chains, because it makes me think about, oh my God, thank you, Lord. It makes me think about when the, uh, when Joshua led the army around the, uh, what is the wall? The wall of, y'all know what? Y'all know I'm going to have to look this up. One moment. Joshua leads army around wall. Praise the Lord for Google, because Google is our friend. The wall comes falling down. Jericho, the walls of Jericho, praise the Lord. (laughs) It makes me think of the story about the walls of Jericho, where Joshua led the army to walk around the walls of Jericho for six days, once every day, and seven times on the seventh day. And when they finished, because they just walked around the wall worshiping. So they were walking around the wall praying, um, playing instruments, and literally worshiping the Lord, which we learned in intensive meetings while people are, while the Lord is delivering instructions, it's important that we worship while we wait. Um, But with the walls of Jericho, they marched around the walls. And this is how they defeated. This is how they defeated the people. The the Israelites crossed the Jordan. The king of Jericho ordered that the gates of the walls be closed. And so God commanded Joshua to literally walk around these walls, y'all, to march around the walls and worship. And so as they were doing this, all they did was walk. All they did was stand and just walk and do what the Lord told them. And on the seventh day, they screamed so loud that the walls of Jericho came crashing down. The walls, they literally, just think of this, a fort, a gigantic stone fort. And all these people did to break down the walls is walk around them slowly once a day for six days. And then on the seventh day, walk around it seven times while the priests blew their trumpets, which means they're worshiping, playing worship music, singing, doing all the things. And then they will shout and the wall will fall down. The wall fell down. And actually, let's just go and read that, right? Joshua 6, Joshua chapter 6, verse 1. 
it says, now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. And then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all your armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horn in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpet, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. And so Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, take up the art of the covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the army advance, march around the city with the armed guard going ahead of the ark of the Lord. And exactly what the Lord told Joshua on how this will play out is exactly how things happen. They marched around that city. They marched around these walls. And on the seventh day, when they finished marching seven times, these walls came crashing down. And I believe that this is what the Lord is calling us to do with our voices. He wants us to speak. Every opportunity that we get to speak about the Lord, to speak about his love, to speak about his power, his ministry, his forgiveness, his authority, his father, the kingdom of God, every, every opportunity that we get to speak, whether it be on a podcast, whether it be on a stage, whether it be just using our voice for his glory in a conversation with someone who we may or may not have just met. When we get an opportunity to speak, that is us marching around the walls. But the thing is, our voice carries so much weight that when we shout, when we literally open up our mouths and use our voice for the glory of the Lord, these walls that people have built, these walls that are preventing people from receiving love, from receiving forgiveness, from receiving life and life eternally, these internal walls, these physical, mental, and emotional walls that people have built inside of their minds, their bodies, and their souls will come crashing down because the word of the Lord says that it is our voice that carries weight. We, will to, we are to use our voice to overcome the enemy. That is the word of our testimony, our voice. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. People cannot hear the word of God unless somebody shares the word of God, which means someone has to use their voice to share this word, to increase someone's faith so that they can hear the word from the Lord. And I am so grateful for the word that the Lord gave me in the tense of meetings because I believe that these are not just instructions for me, but instructions for the body of Christ in this season. And so this is what I came to share with you today. Honestly, it's not. It's not what I came to share with you today, but I praise the Lord that he shared it with both of us today because I received this word in this time just as much as you did in this time. And I actually need to go back and listen to this episode so that I can see what else I need to prepare for and study so that I can gain a deeper understanding. And I'm so grateful that you are here and that you are in a position to receive from the Lord. Because I feel like if you are listening to this show, you are a faith-based storyteller. You are looking to increase your faith and use your voice to give God glory and to shed light on the kingdom of God. You have been anointed to open up your mouth and speak for him. And it does not require you to have a degree in a certain public speaking trade. It does not require you to go through a certain certificate program. All it requires is your obedience. Because just like Moses was obedient 
and he spoke on behalf of the Israelites and he went up and he received this word from the Lord and the Lord spoke to him like a friend. The Lord is looking to speak to you like a friend as well. It is not something that you have to earn. You can literally open up your mouth and say, Lord, speak to me. And when I went into that tent of meetings, I said, I'm here, Lord, speak to me. And this is what the Lord had said. So before we go, I just want to pray with you. Lord, thank you so much for my brother and my sister on the other end of this microphone, those who are hearing the word from today. Lord, I thank you for opening their mouths. I thank you for placing a word in their heart and a message in their spirit that they are going to carry out and share with the nations. I thank you for allowing them to use your voice. I thank you for breaking down the doubt that they have carried for years when it comes to speaking up. Lord, I pray against anything that makes them feel like they are unheard. I pray against anything that makes them feel like they are unworthy or that their voice is not being not worth being listened to. And Lord, I pray that you impart your confidence inside of their heart. I pray that you impart your boldness in their heart. I pray that you give them the authority authority and the understanding of your words to be able to discern the moments where they are called to speak up and the moments where they are called to listen and to just receive from you. And Lord, I pray that their identity is not tied in their ministry or in their work or in their titles, but that, that their identity is found in you and that they will be obedient in everything that you have called them to do. This is a season of immediate obedience, immediate action, immediate release and immediate blessings. And so Lord, we step into this boldly ready to receive all that you have for us and we will be obedient to this call to speak for you and so lord i thank you for my sister i thank you for my brother who is listening i thank you that you have given us a voice as a gift and i pray that you use it for your glory and for the glory of your kingdom in jesus name i pray amen all right guys the door is closing. My husband just got home. So that concludes this episode of the Faith-Based Storyteller Show. If it resonates with you, please like, comment, subscribe, um, do all the things. I'll have the links down below. And if you're looking for a community that can help you get ready to use your voice, please join Faith Audio Network. We are always accepting new community members. We are continuously sharpening each other. And so I'm just grateful for the fact that um, you listened to this episode. But like I said, my husband just got home. Praise the Lord for this episode. Praise the Lord for my obedience because this was such a blessing. And I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. So until next time, always remember, God loves you and so do I. I'll talk to you later in the next episode. Bye.